Oh my god. <laughs> Hello everybody. Welcome to our channel. We're offended, you're offended. I'm Kim, and that noise uh, you heard is Tyler. Oh. Yeah. Yes, that was me. Um where are you reporting from, Kim? No, I'm totally I'm, no. That's that's fucking that's dead. <laughs> that's <so> dead. <laughs> I'm reporting from my desk in my oh. home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. Very cool. Very right? cool. Right? <clears throat> um I look like a dream today too, which is why we don't have a camera. <laughs> yeah. Oh I'm comfy in my PJs. Oh. Did you not go to work today? No, it was Truth and Reconciliation Day. It was a holiday oh, today. Oh, right. Yes. So I had right. a day off. Hmm. Oh, so my people get screwed and you whiteies get to take advantage of it. Yes. That is exactly it. So thank you. Just kidding. I mean, I guess in a way kind of thank you. Thank, <laughs> thank the white people that screwed over the natives so that we, uh, you know, the white man can reap the benefits. <laughs> wow, you just totally put a twist on that one. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I hate to steal a, a quote from um, Peter Griffin, but you know what really grinds my gears? Um... Bologna being circular and bread being square. Pizza, pizza being made in a circle, but being cut into triangles and stuffed inside of a square box. Wow, that reminds me of that game when you were a kid. You know, you had like that cube and you had to fit all the different shapes in the cube. Yeah, sort of reminds me of right now. Um, yeah, the guy solved that problem. What? You, you never seen that video? What? You never seen that video? Uh, the guy is like, it has all the blocks and then the holes, and he goes, it's like a like a square. He goes, where do you think this goes? And he puts it in the square hole. And he grabs a triangle. He goes, where do you think this goes? And he puts it in the square. Where do you think it was like a like a like a crescent moon, like a like a semicircle? Where do you think this goes? Goes in the square. <laughs> My God, it all goes in the square. <laughs> no, I have not seen that video. Um, no, but what really grinds my gears is snowflakes. And I'm not oh. talking about the pretty white ones that come down in December, sometimes early as October. Well, I blah, 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 blah. couldn't talk there for a second. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about those ones. I'm talking about the people snowflakes. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. So, what? so um, anybody who has listened to all of our podcasts, <laughs> I know that's reaching here, <laughs> we talk a lot, um, but, or any of them who have heard me speak about my nerd game that I play, MechWarrior Online, aka MWO. Oh. So I logged in on Monday, and... <laughs> I, everything, all my settings were all messed up. And I'm like, what is going on here? Like, my screen looks all stupid. My, everything was just wrong. And I'm like, I don't understand. And I'm talking to um, a guest we've had on here before, Major A-Hole. I'm talking to him. I'm like, I don't understand what is going on. Like, everything looks so messed up. So 
he's telling me to like go into the MechWarrior folder on my computer, not in the actual game, but on the computer, look at the profiles. Maybe there was like a double profile created uh, when Windows didn't update or when there was an update in the game, something. So I go in there. I'm like, no, no, only see one Vagine machine. Okay, no. And then I look back on my screen and my name is no longer there. Nay, nay. I am now Mech Warrior, blah, 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 bunch of numbers. And I'm like, uh, what the shit? So then <laughs> was told, mm, maybe check your email. So that I did. Yeah, I checked my email. And I had a lovely email from Miss GM Patience telling me essentially my name has been banned. So some special little snowflake in that game saw my name Vagine machine and got offended by it. Let me just say this, okay? Vagine isn't even a fucking word, okay? Yes, we can all figure out exactly what I'm referring to. And for anybody who doesn't know, if I haven't explained this on a previous thing, it was my take on the pussy wagon. Because I've always wanted a big black truck and hot letters on the back that said Vagine machine. And that was going to be my quote unquote pussy wagon. But which I thought pretty fucking clever. It's funny. It gets a good laugh. People have a giggle. Nay, nay. Apparently, GM Patience, she did not find it funny. And somebody who reported me for it did not find it funny. And I have to say to them, grow the fuck up and go play Candy Crush. Like, quit encroaching your special crybaby attitudes into a fucking game. I can understand if I had a name that was extremely absurd, like cunt machine. Okay. Yeah. It's going to get banned. All right. I, I can understand that. Or how about a go fuck yourself? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little I aggressive. I like, I like soggy bread. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, I mean, really, this is the day and age that we're, we are living in. Welcome to 2021, where everybody sits there and cries about everything, and somebody's got to sit behind their computer and justify their bullshit job by moderate, you, don't you talk back to me, by moderating other people and their stupid names or what other people say, like, grow the fuck up. This is a game. So, Miss Patience, I'm sure you're not listening to this, but if you are, I changed my name just for you. My name is now, what is it, Tyler? Uh, patience forced my name change. Fuck yeah, it is. So you know <laughs> what? It's going to stay like that. And then, and then when that gets banned, then I'm going to say fuck patience or some other dumb shit. Because you know what? You want to come at me for a name that's not even bad, that it was funny. And dude, I'm a fucking girl. So relax your tits or your dick or whatever the fuck you have, patience. Get a life, okay? So I'm just, I'm just gonna keep on going. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Okay, so what? Oh, okay. We're still going. Yeah. <laughs> so if you find yourself playing a game, and this is what you're doing is you're reporting people's names, or you're reporting people for saying a little something that made you cry. I am just gonna say to you, grow some fucking balls or pick a new game. Quit with this fucking tattling on one another about every fucking little thing. <sighs> Okay, I think I'm done. Okay, so with that out of the way, um, you guys could check us out um, or on, on YouTube. You know what? No. You know what? No YouTube. No. Well, even though we are on YouTube, but no. Check us out on Rumble. 
Rumble is a great platform. They're they're an up and coming uh, uh, player in the the video hosting and uh, space. So you know what? Go check out Rumble. Uh, we're on uh, shitty Facebook, uh, not on Twitter because uh, I'm sorry, I, I I I'm barely on Facebook. I just um, on shitty Instagram. Um, the hell else are we on? Anchor, Spotify. Um, what else? Is that it? It'll all be listed in the description box below. Everywhere you okay. can catch us. And don't forget, like, subscribe, thumbs up, thumbs down. If you didn't like my rant, you're like, whoa, Kim, calm the fuck down. You know, you can give me a thumbs down, too. That's okay. Leave comments. I want to know what you hear. Or what you hear. What you want to say. Okay, so um, with uh, the, the psycho babble out of the way. <laughs> Do you psycho babble? I, I don't psycho babble. I don't. When do I ever cycle babble? I said I'll show you cycle babble. Oh, I'm I'm experiencing it. <laughs> Aren't you lucky? <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to bring up a couple of things, and I, I, I want to give people a little bit of a history lesson. And this is, you know, just just we're, I'm going to take your hand, and we're we're going to go for a walk, you know, down down memory lane, and we're, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a, a look into my into my mind, okay? You guys ready? Are you that ready? That sounds Kim? horrifying. A look into your mind. Ugh. I mean, I'm scared to look yeah. in my own mind. <laughs> Somebody else's. So, <clears throat> I see people posting things o- online, and you know, kind of the famous one, or I guess infamous one, was the the thing from um, was from the Toronto Star about the you know people and their their lack of patience with you know that they don't have sympathy for people that don't get vaccinated and stuff like that. Okay. In the article that was, yeah, talking about people saying that those people should just die who don't get vaccinated. Yeah. 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 So, you, you know, the, the, and the same people that I see talking about this type of stuff are the same people that are supposed to be, you know, accepting and tolerant and, you know, just shut up, roll, you know, roll up your sleeve, the, the, your proverbial sleeve or literal sleeve and just shut up and comply. Just shut up and comply. And, I, you know, Mark Twain said famously, History doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. And I'll, 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 I'll say this right now. I like that. Sorry, I like I, that. I don't think we are actually, we are at the precipice of, you know, whatever, what's going to happen next. What's, what, what, you know, it's more measures are, are going to happen. So if we look at things like in Australia, well, there are people that are protesting. There are cops that are beating the shit out of women protesters. There are cops that are going to people's house and that are, are arresting them. We have police. They're setting up concentration camps. And I know everyone Everyone gets the, the idea, well, concentration camps, that's, that's what they did in Nazi Germany. Come on, you, you can't be that. No, a concentration camp literally means to put a group of people in a in a closed area to concentrate to put it in one area that's literally what concentration camp means now a certain you know genocidal uh country at one point did that and i'm not saying that is that's what's going to happen but i'm saying we should be if we're marching down that path we are marching down where government gets to curtail your rights, your, 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 you know, just your basic freedoms. And I, and I see people making the, the, you know, the, the, 
the arguments about, well, you know, all, all this talk about your freedoms and whatever, who cares? Like, so what? So what if the government, you know, is watching you? Who cares? Okay. Show me your tits. Show me your dick. Send me dick and tit pics. Like, do that then. I can bet you the same people that are saying those things would not do it. Why not? Well, I was just going to say, why not? You have nothing to hide, right? You're not doing anything wrong. You're not doing anything wrong. So, so what, what does it matter? The thing is, it's an incremental step. You know, we all say if we start, you know, and, and like, for, like I'm, I'm, for anyone that doesn't know, we're, we're a Canadian-based show. So I tried to focus more on what Canada is doing. But I don't just have blinders on and don't pay attention to what else is going on in the world. So I that that like something like that is a bit of my concern. So with, with that kind of little bit of an idea out of the way, what? Oh, that's Craig. Fuck you. Yeah, not me. <laughs> it's your husband, not your wife. <laughs> so. Um, so let's get a couple definitions out of the way. Okay. So, because I think understanding, like I said, it doesn't re- history doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. So let's look at what is authoritarianism. So obviously it's a form of government that is characterized by the rejection of political plurality. So that's two different systems. The use of a strong central power to preserve the political status quo. And reductions in the rule of law, separation of powers, and democratic voting. So authoritarianism is one government now controls how the laws are are, are enacted, the legislative branch, which is how laws are, are, um, sorry, they have the judicial branch, which is how laws are distributed. They have the legislative branch, which is how laws are written. And the executive branch. So that would be like an authoritarian government. Think of, um, think of maybe something like, uh, let's say, like something like China. It is a one-party system that gets to dictate there are no political oppositions, even in terms of democratic voting. Okay, maybe they have some type of voting. Uh, maybe a better example would be something like Russian. Yeah, they, they kind of act like they have some type of uh, voting system, but weird. It's always Putin. Everyone just always votes Putin. Like 120% of the population votes for Putin. I don't know how they do it. Fuck, he, he has good be, turnouts. Right? He must be really good that people just don't want him gone, ever. Uh, yeah. So. And so the, the other definition is totali- totalitarianism, so which is a concept for a, a government, obviously, or a politi- political system that prohibits opposition parties, restricts individual opposition to the state and its claims, and exercises an extremely high degree of control over public and private life. So what, what's the, ultimately, what's the difference between the two? Totalitarianism attempts to do this by asserting total control over the lives of its citizens. So that would be something more like like China. Where authoritarianism prefers to 
prefers the blind submission of its citizens to authority, while totalitarians, uh, totalitarian states tend to have a higher developed guiding ideology. Authoritarianism states usually do not. Okay, so those are some of our definitions. So let's let's take another step down, and I, and I brought this. Uh, I brought this up before. Oh, for fuck's sakes. I keep closing my goddamn... Fuck. Yep. Yep. Keep closing um, your fuck? Interesting. Uh, yeah. So... I brought this up before. The ten stages of genocide. So, I'm saying, just, just go for a walk with me, okay? Everything's gonna be fine. Just come for a walk. <laughs> okay. Number one, classification. People are divided into us and them. Two, symbolization. People are forced to identify themselves. I'm just saying, just, just hear me out. Okay, shut, shut up. Number three, people begin to face systemic discrimination. Number four, dehumanization. People equated with animals, vermin, or diseases. Number five, organization. The government creates specific groups, police or military, to enforce the policies. Six, polarization. The government broadcasts propaganda to turn the populace against the group. Number seven, preparation. Official action to remove or relocate these people. Number eight, persecution. Beginning of murders, theft of property, trial, massacres. Number nine, extermination. Wholesale elimination of the group. It is extermination and not murder because the people are not considered human. Number 10, denial. The government denies it has committed any crime. So, with that in place, with those kind of ideas here, okay? So, let's take a look. In 1920, Adolf Hitler, once he came into power, he introduced the 25-point Nazi Party platform. So, these are the... And all, all these, all the, the articles that, I, that I'm, I'm using will all be linked in the description. And this gives all the points that Hitler was, was working towards. So one real notable one, <clears throat> one real notable one. Let's look at, say, number 24. We demand freedom for all religion faced in the state insofar as they do not endanger its existence or offend the moral and ethical sense of the Germanic race. The Germanic race. The party as such represents the point of view of a positive Christianity without binding itself to any one particular confession. Its fight against the Jewish marginalist spirit within and without is convinced that a lasting recovery of our folk can only come about from within on the principle. So, so once these twenty-five points started to to come out, and like I said, you can you can look at all of them. So some of these campaigns incited hatred or cultivated indifference to the Jewish people. They were particularly effective in creating an atmosphere tolerant of violence against the Jewish people. They looked at them as the Jews as a race, not as a religion. Which I always found really weird, because like Jewish Jewish and um 
like, um, like Jew is Jewish is a religion and it's also a race. I always found really, uh, really interesting. Yeah, I never really thought of that. <laughs> so, and so, um, and, and uh, another article that I have linked, and this is from the Encyclopedia, and it's it's titled "Defining the Enemy." A key part of Nazi ideology was to define the enemy and those who posed a threat to the so-called Aryan race. Nazi propaganda was essential in promoting the myth of the national community and identifying who should be excluded. Jews were considered the main enemy. Also, uh, gypsies, uh, like Romanian uh, people, were considered subhuman. Homosexuals, political dissonance. They also went after uh, um, anyone that wasn't Caucasian. Um, they went after people that were uh, like retarded, mental illness, physical yeah. or disabilities. Yeah. So, but I think that the encyclopedia. So this is from the United States Holocaust Museum, and it is a fantastic read. That gives a lot more information that I will than I could ever seem to uh, that I could seem to any any so much more information than I could possibly give. There is so much here, and obviously I I pulled from a lot of different sources. So, in 1932, Germany was dealing with the effects of losing World War One and the Great Depression. And sorry, anyone that's that's German, um, was it? Uh, while Hitler was, uh, was campaigning, a very simple poster with, with him on it. It said, oh, God. Unser Lit, Lit, Litwit Kufnug. I don't know. Sorry if I screwed it up, but whatever. It says Adolf Hitler. It says, our last hope, Adolf Hitler. And he was noted as saying, I will punish those who are responsible for your ills, the Jews and the Bolsheviks. So, if we, if we look at our ten stages of genocide, classification, symbolization, discrimination, dehumanization. So, he's classified the people, the Jews and the Bolsheviks, and then expanded that to the, the Roma gypsies, the, you know, the homosexuals, yada, yada, yada. So, we're now classifying a group of people for the reason why your life is bad. Attitudes towards the Jews uh, from other Germans. 17% of German respondents felt that Jews should blame themselves for their own persecution. So these are German people saying, you should feel bad for what you did. 25.7% were comfortable with the idea of a Jew marrying into their family. And 21.5% felt that Jews should not have equal rights. Okay? I don't, yeah. I guess I just don't really understand, like, what their big issue was with Jewish people. Like, what about their race or culture were they so against? So, they they were painted as greedy, cheap, uh, they had, they carried diseases, you know, people were suffering from tuberculosis. So they were saying that was all from the Jews. The reason why Germany is the way it is right now is because of the Jews. So this is all an allegory. I am painting this picture as an allegory. 
So uh, uh, an article from, uh, from Global News. S- people are selfish, unvaccinated. On, I'm trying to find, there we go. The ultimate selfish, selfish, self-fuck, dude. Selfishness. <laughs> so this is from Global News. It's from September 3rd. Doctors grow frustrated as anti-vaxxers protest hospitals. Okay? And, and we've talked about this before. I don't think people should be protesting and blocking hospitals. But I, I'm, I'm trying to paint a picture here. Dr. Stephen Fetter, who works in the emergency room of a hospital in Richmond, B.C., said he has run out of patience for people whose stance against vaccines has large, larger societal implications. I think it's the ultimate selfishness that individuals choose not to vaccinate themselves. Okay, I'm not going to go through this entire article. But our job is to be professional and not to be judgmental. But it's very trying for nurses and doctors and all the other healthcare professionals to look at somebody who made a conscious decision not to get vaccinated. Okay? So this is from a healthcare professional saying this. Okay? What did Joe Biden say? Remember, he, he, he just said uh, just a little bit ago. He said, we have been more than patient with you. Yeah. It is time for you to get the vaccine or you will lose your job. You will lose, uh, you know, your, your ability to provide for your family. You will not be able to enjoy other such privileges, Brian Pallister stated. You will not, you will become a second class citizen. Do you hear the similarities? Do you hear the rhymes, I should say? Do you hear the rhymes, Kim? Second, you will become second-class citizens. So this was from the from the Atlantic, and, and, and you know what? To be fair, I don't know. I I really I don't know which which news articles are left-leaning, right-leaning. I'm just looking for particular information. So, eh, yeah. But so, your refusal has cost all of us. President Joe Biden said to unvaccinated people last week. So this was from September 18th. He has announced a new COVID vaccine mandate for all workers at private companies with more than 100 employees. The vaccinated, he said, are angry and frustrated with the nearly 80 million people who still haven't received a vaccine. And their patience is wearing thin. That is a direct call to say if like people that aren't vaccinated or more specifically, people that are vaccinated, they are the reason why your life is bad. 25% of people. Yeah, 25%. So, classification, people are divided into us and them. Symbolization, people are forced to identify themselves. Think of maybe QR codes or, you know, all, all those type of stuff. I'm just saying I'm painting a picture. Discrimination, P, people begin to face systemic discrimination. Okay? Dehumanization. There are people that are calling these people that are unvaccinated vermin, disease rats. When you no longer identify that that is a person and they are now less than, they are subhuman, that is a tactic they use in the military so that they can go and kill other people. 
that that is not a person you are shooting. You are shooting at scum. You are shooting at a disease that needs to be cut out. Those are the types of things that are done in the military. So let's look at what's happening in Australia. The government creates specific groups, police to enforce the policies. Or more specifically, look at number seven, official action to remove or relocate people. What was Canada doing? We were putting people in isolation. We were putting them in hotels where there were reports of women being raped. People unaccountable were raping women. So to continue on down, Nuremberg race laws. So those were Nuremberg law. So what was the Nuremberg law? Kind of glad that you're going through this or going over this one because I seen this on Facebook a while ago. Somebody was mentioning something about it, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" But I didn't have enough. I didn't have a chance to actually look it up at that moment, and then I forgot what it was called. So, so the Nuremberg Laws was a crucial step in Nazi racial laws that led to the marginalization of German Jews <clears throat> and ultimately their segregation, confinement, and extermination, which were key. Uh, pieces of evidence in the trials which resulted in 12 death sentences and and life or long sentences for other third reich leaders so this was this was the doctrine by which uh germany started to enact its policies against jewish people the law for the protection of german blood and honor prohibited marriage and extramarital sexual relations between Jews and persons of German or related blood. The Reich citizenship law defined Jews as subjects of the state, a second class. The laws were expanded on 26th of November 1935 to include Romani and Black people. Rom Romani? Romani? I assume from Romania. Like that's how you would yeah. pronounce it. So, this supplementary decree defined Rom... Uh, Romanis as enemies of the race-based state, the same category as Jews. Public displays of anti-Semitism in Nazi Germany took a variety of forms, from posters and newspapers to film and radio addresses. In 1936, the majority of Germans at least passively accepted discrimination against Jews. Passively accepted discrimination against Jews. So when you have our, our fearless blackface leader saying, you're the reason why Canada is messed up. People that are unvaccinated, you need to do this now. You're holding everyone else back. So we have our highest office is saying it is okay to persecute these people. We have news articles saying we're sick of it. We don't care if they die. We have people that would, you know, I, I'm sorry, I look at some of these people and that is all I picture. You would be the type of people. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm putting a bit of a divide because I'm not a big fan of, uh, of segregating people and treating them as though they're subhuman. Sorry, call me, call, you know, I'm going to controversial stance here. Bit of a controversy, but treating other people as though they're below you says a lot more about you than it does about them. So in 1936, again, 
the majority of Germans at least passively accepted discrimination against Jews. An underground report prepared, prepared in January of 1936 by an observer for German Social Democratic Party leaders in exile noted, the feeling that the Jews are another race is today a general one. So they actually seen them as someone else. These are your neighbors. These are you know people you worked with, colleagues, friends. The general feeling that they were another thing altogether. So I'll bring one up from uh, from CTV News. Where the hell did it go? Oh, sorry, I have it right here. So most Vax Canadians are unsympathetic toward COVID positive patients. Are COVID positive unvaxed people? Excuse me. Okay, are you ready to get your dick kicked in? Because it's about to get blown out your ass. (laughs) Eighty-three percent of vaccinated Canadians say they don't have sympathy for COVID positive people who didn't receive the vaccine. Canadians in favor of vaccine incentives by political affiliation. So the Conservatives were 67%. NDP was 88. Liberals were 93. Roughly 23.6 million Canadians have been fully vaccinated, or 71.3% of all people at least 12 years or older. So 30, less than 30% of our, uh, the Canadian population is either partially or has not been vaccinated. Partially or has not been. And so this article keep, goes down a little bit more about, you know, pe- people look at that people that are unvaccinated. And this is coming, you know, I, I hate that I have to fucking bring this up. I'm vaccinated. In fact, I was one of the first vaccinated. You know, here, here, uh, you know what? Just so people can see what kind of what kind of hypocrite I am, the one, the one spousing for individual rights and individual freedoms. On uh, May 12th of 2021 is when I was vaccinated. In fact, I had to get a, a CDC card because I had to get it done in the United States because the Manitoba government fucked it up so bad. So May 5th, or sorry, May 12th. May 12th is when I was vaccinated. Okay? I feel, I don't feel any ill. To, to anyone that decided not to. Never felt any ill will. Never. Never, ever, ever. No, nope, me neither. So, this was from CTV News, saying that people are sick of, uh, that they, they, they just don't care. They're, you know, they're happy that uh, unvaccinated people just die. So, what ended up happening later on with, with uh, Germany? They abrogated civil liberties, such as freedom of speech, of assembly, and the press. Remember, history doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. Nazi opponents were sent to concentration camps, so any political opposition were kicked out. They were sent to labor camps, and well, they would eventually be killed. Book burning on May 10th for the education of the nation and spirit of military preparedness. So, they would begin indoctrinating children they would pull women out of schools or they would have to do some type of learning so that it reinforced anti-Semitic ideology so that women were teaching their kids how to be like this. So Nazi indoctrination, 
with its singular focus on fostering racial hatred, was highly effective. Between 1933 and 1945, young Germans were exposed to anti-Semitic ideology in schools in the, well, it was the, it, they were called the Hitler Youth, which was, you know, the, that program, and through radio, print, and film. This is why I'm saying, if we're going to be marching down this road, again, the 10 stages of a genocide, where we have such depolarization, where we have, you know, in Australia, again, setting up concentration camps. So it's not an immediate response. They have, uh, they have, uh, they're, they're not planned uh, to finish all of these concentration camps till 2024. 2024. Let that sink in. Two more years of this. I think everyone should be freaking the fuck out. Maybe not freaking the fuck out. I think people should be very aware of this. This should be in the back of your head, like we say, oh, we'll never do it again. Okay? What was the Nuremberg Code? What was the Nuremberg, Nuremberg Code? Okay, so this was after Nazi Germany. This was after. So this was supposed to be the lessons that we learned from Nazi Germany. The Nuremberg Code. The voluntary consent of human subject is absolutely essential. The voluntary consent. This means that the person involved should have legal capacity to give consent, should be situated as to be able to exercise free power of choice without the intervention of any element of force, fraud, deceit, duress, overreaching, or other utteration, um, ulterior form of constraint or coercion. Coercion, sorry. This is what we learned. This is a basic code that all, well, most countries have accepted the Nuremberg Code. So, capacity to gifts consent without the intervention of any element of force. Fraud, deceit, duress, overreaching, or other ulterior forms of constraint or coercion, and should have sufficient knowledge and comprehension of the elements of the subject matter involved. As to enable... Sorry, I was going to say, oh, you mean like telling people that they could lose their jobs or won't have a job anymore if they don't get vaccinated? Yep. And if you're in a panic, if you're scared and you're saying, fine, I'll just do it. I'll just do it. I'll just do it. Please just make it stop. Element of force. You lose your job. You, but I, I'm, I'm saying these, this is some of the stuff that people are experiencing. They're saying, I don't want to do this. I am. I'm scared. I don't understand. And this is this is, you know, we've just escalated more and more and more. Okay, so I'm not going to go through all of these with the Nuremberg Code. The experiment should be such as to yield fruitful results for the good of society, unprocurable by other methods or means of study. The experiment should be so designed and based on the results of animal experimentation and a knowledge of the natural history of the disease or other problem under study. The experiment should be conducted as to avoid all unnecessary physical and mental suffering and injury. During the course of the experiment, the scientists in charge must be prepared to terminate the experiment, blah, blah, blah. So these are the types of things that we in North America and a lot of Western civilizations have accepted as the bare bones frickin' minima. So, and I'll say, people that aren't vaccinated, I understand why you're not. 
And I, you know what? I'm going to steal one from from Doctor Z. I've been listening to a lot of his stuff, and you know what? He's he's. I I agree with a lot of what he's saying. When you force people, when you scare people, when you coerce them, with fear of losing their job, being you know being cast out from society, you only you don't only scare them, and and they're not sure what to do, you end up forcing them into the arms of people that are actually spreading dangerous information. Yes. So, you know, all the people that say about, you know, that the, there's, you know, the, the five G's are, are whatever, making your dick fall off or whatever. I don't, I don't know. It's the extremists. Yeah. That's the thing is when people are driven by fear and they're being forced to do something by somebody they do not trust. Now it's not just somebody that they don't like. It's someone that they don't trust. Somebody is, badgering them to get this done and they're like no I'm not going to do this like you're not going to make me do this and that's exactly it is then they fall into the hands of people like the extremists who are the ones that are blocking hospitals and doing all that other bullshit like I do not agree with that like if you want to get vaccinated or don't get vaccinated that is your choice I do not agree with the extremists and the things that they are doing 100 percent and that's like where where the like the polarization has, has come um, if, if you even ask why, when has ever asking why or what, what, oh, you're an anti-vaxxer, oh, you're an anti that no, what, when has that ever been a thing? When has that ever been a thing? So not only are you now forcing people that are just seeking information, they might go to their doctor and the doctor says, oh, well, you know what? You have to do this. Yeah, but these are some of my concerns. Oh, well, you know what? I have 15 minutes and uh, you know what? I have to go see another patient. See ya. What? No, I don't have any more answers. I, I'm actually, I, I don't know what to do. I'm asking for a doctor's opinion. You're a medical professional. I am seeking information. I am seeking help. I am seeking your, your expertise. And doctor just says, oh, no, you know what? That's all stupid. But. But but Israel, their 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 reinfection rate is is extremely high, and I I have concerns about it. I have concerns about the vaccine, and I'll say it. I, I had no side effects, and I, I'm sure like ninety nine percent of the people that got it didn't have any type of side effect. Good. I mean, it, it's at, at the very least, it's doing nothing. At most, it's it's protecting people. You know, we're seeing there was just a thing out of Australia about 78% of people in the hospital are people that were already vaccinated. Ooh, isn't that people. a nice little turn? Yeah. So this came from the, the prime minister in, in Australia. He said 78% of people, and I might have the number wrong, it's either like 12 or 13% of people that are in the hospital only had one dose. Australia's uh, um, vaccination rate was about 50%. So I'm saying this is where the questions start to come from. If people are paying attention to Israel, and, I, and I'm talking the real, the real information, the real, the real questions. Like I said, not the 5G, not it making you infertile, not the, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think I don't even pay attention to that stuff. That's the not even on my fucking... Yeah, microchip. Hey, everyone, 
You have a microchip and it's in your fucking hand. It's in your pocket. You can't live without it. So why do they need to stick it in your arm? <laughs> like, they don't have to. He did it willingly. People were so paranoid about the government coming, listening, oh, and they're tracking and doing this and that. It's so much easier when you invite it into your home. Right. It's so much easier. TVs, yeah. cell phones, laptops, Alexa, Nest, yeah. anything. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm like that that type of stuff isn't even on my radar. Almost to the point that I don't even like I don't even think about it. Like that isn't even a position that I'm trying to argue from or to. I am simply saying, no, there are people that have genuine questions. There are some people on either side you will never, ever, ever reach. There are those that are hard fast. There are extremists on either side. Just get it. Shut up. Don't don't fucking don't argue. And then there's people on the other side saying, don't get it. You're going to die. Don't argue. Well. 95% of us are in the middle saying, Hey, you know what? I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And there's some on the other side that are saying, you know what? I don't think it's good for me right now. Right now. Most people are saying that more information. They want more testing to be done for the fact that they're comfortable. Now I've heard a lot of people in regards to that make comments of, Oh, well, people who don't get vaccinated are being selfish. I have heard so many people say that. Um, do you know how selfish it sounds, you making that comment? How you're yelling at people to just roll up your sleeve, get it done, because you don't care about me. So why should I care about you? That is really selfish. And, you know, again, these people clearly have questions. Maybe try and see if you can answer those questions. Maybe, you know, there should be more information out there, Biden, Trudeau, about the different side effects and about the different things that are going on and maybe answer people's questions that they have of it instead of just yelling at them and badgering them to get vaccinated. I'm just saying, yeah, we, we have no more patience. We've been more than kind. It's time to do it or, or else you lose out or else you lose your job. So in, in, instead of looking at those people as human beings, again, 10 stages of genocide, you now dehumanize them, where people are saying, you know what, it's okay to do that. It's okay to call them vermin. It's okay to call them, you know, disease carriers. It's okay to let them die in the freaking street in front of the hospital where somebody can help them because guess what? They weren't vaccinated. And my, my grandma over here who has been vaccinated needs to go into the hospital. You, you literally sit there and watch somebody die because they weren't vaccinated. Think about that for a minute. Yeah. So I, I like, I, I don't, I'll reiterate. History doesn't repeat itself, but it often writes. This is all stuff. And, and again, if you did it, I, I, you know what? Good for you. I'm happy that you got it. If you did it, Good for you. That's a decision you made. It should be as simple as that. And I see, you know, like there's there's a lot of, uh, you know, yeah, there's there's misinformation, absolutely. But I didn't make it. I didn't make a decision on. Well, the government says I have to do it. No, it was a decision that I had made. 
with the information that I had at the time. Simple as that. So, this is what is scary about the willingness for people just to give up anything and everything in order to appease the government. I will say it again. I am, I'm not anti-government. Not totally, anyway. I'm not, like, pro-anarchy. But when government, what, how did Ronald Reagan say it? The most permanent thing is a temporary government program. When government makes these, these decisions, it's very hard to go back from them. Because now you can say, hey, you know what? These are the types of extremes that we've had to take. I'll say, like in Ontario, Rob Ford, I'm sorry, you made a real, real big bad fucking call saying that if people don't get vaccinated, we're going back into lockdown. Back into lockdown. Yeah. Threaten when, to make a decision. That's, that's going to work real well. That is called coercion, which apparently violates this code that we all accepted. So I, I don't want to spend too much more time on this. This is just, you know, th this is the little walk down. And this, this is the type of stuff that I see. And it terrifies me that people are so willing to give up any types of freedoms. Like yeah. I said, it, 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 it has nothing to do. It has nothing to do with necessarily what the government is doing. It has to do with the, the people that have allowed this and have now turned on each other. That fear, that scares me more. Government is only a few hundred, maybe a few thousand people. But our neighbors, when we can split and divide each other, what was an old, uh, you know, Sun Tzu thing? Art of war. Divide and conquer. You marginalize them. You make them smaller so that they are easier to dominate. You put them in little boxes so that they don't communicate with each other. The scariest thing for a government is a free-thinking populace. That is, that is, that bugs the shit out of me. That people are just that willing to turn on their neighbor. And that is exactly what happened in Nazi Germany. Neighbor turned on neighbor. And that's what people, yeah, that's what people are doing right now. And yeah. it is so I'll gross and scary. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll lick the boot of the government. You know, just what is that fucking meme? Govern me harder, daddy. <laughs> oh my God. Like, what do you think? Like, yeah. You want, you want more of it. So in the next emergency, it's even easier. Hey, remember last emergency? We've been under emergency sessions for almost two years. Emergency sessions. Government hasn't been able to apparently function in these past two years. Emergency sessions are supposed to be in, a, in terms of a disaster. A disaster. Earthquake, flood, a nuclear attack, a sudden war, it, something like that, where government is unable to meet and make decisions. 
and we've we've just you know what do whatever you got to do at the expense of who is the question at the expense of who the vaccine hesitant the minorities which most of them i can almost bet are a little leery of government gee you know I wonder why, let's say, maybe a certain minority class doesn't trust the government. Can it maybe, can it maybe be like a certain, uh, just hypothetical, a certain maybe like schooling system that maybe they were forced into, that they were beaten about and molested? No. Do you think, no, 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 definitely not. No, no. You know, and a, and a government that continued to to ostracize these people and put them in, frankly, not great living conditions. Could could that maybe like? I, I'm just spitballing. Like I, no, I don't think. I don't think so. No. Okay. No. I, I didn't. I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to. Eh. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure hypothetically those people you're talking about would definitely be all for the government and be standing behind them and equally, you know, turning people oh. in and holding people down for the government to go jabby jabby. Yeah. Yeah. They work together nicely. Sure. Yeah. So there was also the, uh, um, well, yeah, I guess that that's one part. And again, the vaccine mandates, you're only pushing. You're pushing people out. Like you know, for me, hey, and I, and I'm so, and I've said this before. I'm someone that's well. I had to fucking prove it. Well, I didn't have to prove it, but you know, so people that could complain and say, "Well, your 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 argument doesn't make any sense because you're vaccinated." What do you care? Because those are people. Because that's why <laughs> we care about humanity. That's called being human. Is caring about one another, like. <laughs> That, that is the stupidest argument I could ever hear is, well, you're vaccinated, so how do you have anything to say? Yeah, in I, fact, I had more to say. In fact, I've become more convinced in, in, in my, in, in this, in this, on this argument. If they chose not to, so what? Leave it at that. I think that, I, I can't remember if I brought this up before. I don't know. I, I, I've talked to a couple people about this. So if, I, if I've said it before, whatever, I'm saying it again. We were initially told 15 days to flatten the curve so that it didn't overwhelm our hospitals. Our hospital system is already dog shit to begin with. So a, a bad flu can, can put our, our hospitals at breaking point to the point that, yeah, the, the hospital is actually overloaded. We were told... 15 days to flatten the curve and everything will be fine. 15 days turned into what, a year and a half, 16 months. Yeah. So, and then when the vaccines rolled out and the, the, like, this is the things that I see. So, you know, people that didn't trust Donald Trump said, Oh, I would, uh, you know, like, I'm sorry. In, in Canada, we, we still get American news. So, you know, we, we can see and hear what the U.S. is saying because they spearheaded this vaccination project. Sorry, Donald Trump spearheaded this vaccination project because everyone doesn't want to hear it. Operation Lightspeed? Huh? Hello? To get rid of the red tape and the bureaucracy. Even he understood government is a slow fucking mess. And everyone hated him for it. 
So while he was in office, what was what was the what was the you know the sentiment around it? Say from the Democrat side? Well, I would never take that. I would never trust a vaccine from Trump. Would I ever take a vaccine from Trump? Never. I would never do that. The day Joe Biden got into office, oh, these are wonderful. These are amazing. Everyone should get them. Nay, nay. In fact, they're so good, I'm forcing you to get them. And I'm looking, so I, 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 I'm neither conservative nor Democrat. I can understand arguments on both sides. Which is why, you know, people say, oh, so you're a libertarian. I guess, yeah, sure, if you want to put a label on it. I guess so, yeah, I'm, I'm for people and for fair treatment, not special interest, not special rights for special groups so that everyone is special, special, special. We're all equal. But, I don't know, that, that's another one of those kind of crazy ideas that I have. That I don't think corporations should be deciding on what the unwashed masses do. But, you know, that's, that's me. You and your crazy talk. I know. I know. But so, you know, I, I look and I say, well, but, but Kamala Harris, weren't you just saying that the, the vaccines are, you don't trust them, that they're bad? That you would never take one? Andrew Cuomo, wait, which one, which one what was, I can't remember. One was the, the shitty uh, news guy. I was get Andrew and Chris, the, the Cuomo sexual grabbers. Fuck, I can't remember which one. I don't know. I don't follow the news. The New, York, the New York governor, you know what? The guy should have been put in jail for potentially genocide. He should have been, at least for mass murder. Which, you know, I guess would be considered genocide, but, you know, uh, semantics. Um, but no, he, he finally got outed because he felt it necessary to uh, molest women. That's what he finally got taken down for. You know what, I'll take what I can get. Because the dude's a piece of shit. And I don't think that's a controversial statement. When a man, in, or I, I should say, when a person in a position of power is exerting his power on someone in his staff that is under him. Under him, under her, I, you know what? The thing is, I, I'm relating it to Cuomo, which, you know, well, he, he's a piece of shit. So if a woman was doing the same thing, she'd be a piece of shit. So, yep. you know, they were, all, they were all saying, I would never get it. I would never. Okay, so I'm looking at what, but you were just, you were just, wait. But you were just saying that it's, I, that you shouldn't trust it and, and don't get it. But, but it's a day later, and now you're saying you should get it, and you have to get it. And if you don't get it, you're you're going to lose your job. If you don't get it, you're going to be a second class citizen where you can't you can't go outside. Yeah, but didn't what? you see? I mean, when what? Trump was in office, different people had made the vaccine, and then the day that Biden came in, all these other corporations came out with the vaccine. He was like, oh, this is so much better. Yes, yes, yes. Let's do those ones. Because clearly they must have been done by different manufacturers, right? Oh, yeah, Just yeah. Overnight. Completely. Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, BioNTech, you know, all these companies. Yeah, they weren't around yeah. when Trump was there. It was totally different people, 100%. Yeah, yeah no. And, and, you know, and, you know, everyone that complains about big pharma. And so, you know what, here, I was having just a discussion with someone today. And I said, you know what would be really good if these, you know, just a general question. 
if the vaccines are completely safe and they, they aren't going to harm anyone, and I'm not saying that they are, why not remove the immunity from the vaccine manufacturers? What do you mean? So they are immune from prosecution if someone has an adverse reaction to it and potentially dies. They cannot sue the, the, the company that made it. That's what you mean. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just asking. I'm not saying, oh, look at them. I'm just, if they're that good, why not take the immunity away? Which is funny because no sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but no vaccine or anything has ever had that kind of an immunity. So it's kind of strange how this vaccine comes out and they're immune to everything. Now, I'm not trying to say something like it's some big conspiracy theory or see it's bad, you know, like that's not what I'm saying. To me, it's just, it's odd. Well, and so what Operation Lightspeed did was, like I said, got rid of a lot of the, of a lot of the bureaucracy, a lot of the red tape. And it basically the government said, if you can develop something, we're going to buy a fuck ton of it, regardless if it works or not. So the, the you know, the pharmaceutical com- companies are already going to be compensated for it. So they're going to get their hundreds of millions to develop it. And I don't mean that as a derogatory way, like they're going to get paid their money in order to research and develop and, and possibly look at probably a joint public private venture in order to distribute it. Okay, that that's good. Like, I, like as fast as this came out, that is insane. Literally within a year, there was a vaccine rollout. It was two weeks after I think Trump uh, after the election in the states that oh well, you know we have a vaccine now. So I'm saying when when it's become a political talking point. When it is now us versus them, and I, I these are just the, some of the similarities that I see, and I don't want to go down that road. That's my big concern. I do not want to go down the road that government has ultimate control of when and where you can go, because that's what we've allowed. Literally, from like day to day, week to week, things change. Well, you can go do this. Now you can't. So does that not sound like totalitarianism? And I'll I'll definition again. A concept for a government or political system that prohibits opposition parties. Okay, not that. For individual opposition to the state and its claims. Okay. You cannot, as Quebec noted, we didn't even want to have a public discussion because we didn't want to spread misinformation. We didn't even want to expose people to the wrong information. Restricts individual opposition to the state and its claims. You can't even argue the government on it. And exercise an extremely high degree of control over public and private life. Do you remember hearing uh, articles about if you're going to fuck someone, maybe you should put a mask on? You hear how fucking psychotic that is? My God, yes. Yes, I remember that too. <sighs> yeah, if, if you're going to go pick up a, you know, a, a, a wonderful, um, uh, well, we can't call them women, uh, uh, people, people of the night, 
aficionados. Because you, you can't say man or woman anymore. That's now considered taboo. I, I know. So you have to say. You got a um, list now. So, well, to me, that sounds extremely, I don't know. To me, that's dehumanizing. Like, you're literally putting a mask on somebody. It's like they're not even a person anymore. Just put a fucking bag over their head. It's cool. Well, you don't even have mm-hmm. to look at them. They're just like, you know, parts. Well, and there's been some girls, you know, you, you might want to, or sorry, maybe uh, uh, people capable of bearing children, since you can't say women anymore, because it's <laughs> the fucked up world we live in. Um, <laughs> you might want to double bag it, you know, just in case. But does that not sound like it? Like, and I'm just, does it not sound like it? Does it not rhyme? restricts individual opposition to the state and its claims and exercise an extremely high degree of control over public and private life. So you couldn't go see your friends. You couldn't go to weddings. You couldn't go to hospitals to visit your dying relatives. You couldn't go to hospitals to see the birth of your child. You couldn't attend funerals. You couldn't go see your, you know, every little thing was absolutely scrutinized. And I was having a discussion with someone and so they were bringing up the point about um, Alberta. So that their, their hospital beds are at 90% capacity, their ICU beds. And I just asked a simple question, well, how many beds is that? Because 90%, that sounds like a lot. How many beds is that? So let's say, I don't know, let's say for Alberta, I'm just throwing out a number. I don't, I don't know what the number is. Let's just say, what if it's 123 beds? Or for all of Alberta, which I'm sure it's probably a lot higher, but I'm just, I'm just, okay, just roll with me. Walk, walk down this fucked up path we're on. Let's say, okay, let's say it's 250 bits. So 90% of that for a, um, a provincial, what is their population? Something, I think it's like, uh, what is it, about five, maybe four million people in all of Alberta? So two, let's say 250 beds for, say, 4 million people in Alberta. Are you looking up the numbers? I am. Alberta's healthcare system typically comprises of 173 general adult ICU beds. 173. What's the population of Alberta? Holy fuck. Those are just total shots. I had no idea. I literally never even looked up those numbers. Never. I, I, yeah, I'm seeing 4.4 million people. So for a population of 4.4 million, they have 173 ICU beds. That's, that's like one per what? hundred, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. Yeah. Let's hold on. Let, let's 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 whip out the old. Oh, but see here. Okay, in in 2020, in March 2020, it said Alberta has 207 ICU beds, but that's when you count in the special units too. So two hundred nineteen. That's like the burn units, stuff like that. Yeah, that was two hundred seven. Okay, so two hundred seven. 
Yeah, but that's so that is, with the special beds, like for burn unit, stuff like that. So those wouldn't even count towards ICU beds anyway. Well, let's give it, let's just give it the benefit of the doubt because they did, you know, suspended a lot of elective surgeries, you know, like hip replacements, you know, back problems, spinal damage, uh, you know, major surgeries. We suspended all that. So that is one bed per um, 21,000, almost 500 people. One bed per 21,500 people. So at a 90% capacity, that's about 180, uh, let's say 182 beds are used. Hospitals typically run anywhere between 80 and at least 90 to 95% capacity at normal times. It is not uncommon during um, spikes in, in care for people to be moved to other hospitals. That is not uncommon. But we're acting like it, it, this is, this is the, uh, the, you know, the hospitals are absolutely overwhelmed and they're, you know, they're bursting at the seams with people. If you go into a hospital, and let's say you have, uh, I don't know, let's say you, you contracted COVID and you went to the hospital. That is considered as a hospital visit. Are you, are you on an IC ventilator? No, but you could say, well, we've had nine or 800 people come through our, our hospital that were COVID positive. Well, that would count towards the amount of people that had to go to the hospital. So, yeah. Okay. So just, just because, you know, you, you got me on a rabbit hole here. So in BC, let's just put that into perspective. Um, their population, I don't know, it's like, what, double Alberta or some shit like that. Uh, uh, or maybe not, 5.07 million. ICU beds in the province of BC is 510. Okay, so maybe then one for every 15,000. Yeah, Saskatchewan has 130. And Manitoba, 115. Yeah, and we have a population of what two million, if, if that, maybe one point five million. One point three. Yeah, man, you know what? For total shots in the dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and Saskatchewan is one point one million. But the like, do you see? BC has like, I guess, the most. They have like say a hundred beds per million, <laughs> and uh, but Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. I, I mean, Alberta has less than two hundred. Saskatchewan is what did I say? One hundred and thirty. We're one hundred and fifteen. Like that's not a lot. So yeah, ninety percent of people in ICU beds. Well, think about that. It's one hundred and fifteen beds in the province of Manitoba. I bet there's more people that that die from uh, from food poisoning than people that are actively in ICUs. Uh, like, like, what? like severe food poisoning. Like people die from food poisoning a lot. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, people that die from food poisoning. See how many people a year. 
3,000? Yeah. 3,000 people die from foodborne diseases every year, at least in the, uh, yeah, this is in the United States. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a similar number here. Um, well, CDC, that's Canada, right? No, CDC is the States. Oh. <laughs> we be the CFIA, the Canadian Food Inspection Agency. So the most recent average yearly estimates for foodborne illnesses due to known and unknown causes are 30 foodborne bacteria, parasites, and viruses. 1.6 million illnesses, 40% of foodborne illnesses, 4,000 hospitalizations, 105 deaths. So, you know, my number was a little bit lower. lower. Oh, no, I didn't say, did I say deaths or did I say people that were hospitalized for it? Uh, well, the 3,000 was die, and then the 125,000 was hospitalized. And that's in the States, so I'm talking about in Canada. So 4,000 people a year are hospitalized from food, food poisoning. One in eight people get sick each year from contaminated food. This is from the Canada website. One out of eight people. There's 240 deaths occur each year due to food-related illnesses. I'm not sure why I'm seeing two different numbers here from the same website, but... Okay, so anyways, I, I don't know. I think we've gone on long enough. I'm, uh, I'm ready to get out of here. So, but I, I just wanted to see, show, like, we, this is the path that we are marching towards. This is where, where when the government is overstepping, government is pushing further and further. And so I'll, I'll leave this, for this, leave us with this, with this final quote. Actually, you know what, before that, is there anything you want to say or? No, I did my rant in the beginning. I, okay. I, okay. Yeah, actually. I really, I really want anybody who's listening to this to just really take a really good hard look at yourself. I understand that people are scared. I understand that. On, on both sides, I understand that there are people scared to take the vaccine because they don't know what's going to happen to them. And you know what? It's it's not a bad thing for somebody to be worried about themselves. I mean, me as a mother, I wouldn't want anything to happen to me because then I'm leaving my husband and my kids behind. It's not a bad thing to have questions. And, you know, just... I, I just, I, I, it really saddens me seeing how people have turned out. Are you, yeah. are you going to be one of those people who are actually going to help the person who's dying outside, whether they're vaccinated or not? Are you going to be the ones shutting the doors on them going, you're not vaccinated, get out. Take a really good, hard look at yourself. It's okay to be vaccinated. It's okay not to be vaccinated. The people who, if they're not vaccinated, they got questions. Maybe they can't do it yet. Like, stop being so cruel to one another. Stop throwing so much hate around. People are losing their humanity. You just stop. So with that, so just remember, History doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. The one quote I want to leave you with, this was from Sir Horace Rumbold. 
actually it was Sir Horace George Montague Rumbold. And he was a British diplomat that was tasked with uh, being the ambassador to Berlin. And his quote was, and this was during uh, the, the rise of the Nazi party and everything. He said, he feels like living in a country where fanatics, hooligans, and eccentrics have the upper hand. That's what he said about the fanaticism about Nazi Germany. Living in a country where fanatics, hooligans, and eccentrics have the upper hand. All right, with that, uh, with that, uh, on YouTube, you can check us out on on Rumble. We're on uh, Spotify, Anchor, everywhere where you can find podcasts. Uh, um, Links for any of the sources that we use today um will be in the description um we will be back on monday so yes you were this wasn't much of a this wasn't much of a casual friday this is more of a i don't know friday it was just a friday (laughs) but yes everyone have a fantastic weekend make good choices uh be kind to one another show love Stop with the hate. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. All right. See you guys on Monday. Bye.